Hey guys, welcome to Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments. I'm your host, Richard Beckson. Today, we're going to be talking with Britta Engelhardt of Tropical Homes of Costa Rica. She's based in Flamingo, Guanacaste. She's been up there for over 25 years and has seen it all. Britta has Tropical Homes, which is a property management company up there in Flamingo, and she's recently uh, basically reached out and also started real estate as well. So we're going to be talking about the inner workings of property management, whether if you have a property with her, you can make money, and also what she's seeing in the real estate trends up there as well. Uh, so let's get straight into it. Remember, if you have any questions for Britta or future guests, please put them below. Or if there are any suggestions that you'd like to see for future podcasts as well, uh, I'd be happy to reach out and find those resources uh, and bring the information to you. Remember, you can subscribe in the link below in the descriptions. Uh, and we're also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and a bunch of different other uh, podcasting facilities. Uh, so let's get straight into it. Uh, it's going to be a good one. Well, Britta, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing perfect. We just had Easter week behind us. And so now we get ready for the mid-season and then finishing the season and then get ready for the big, big high season, which we are expecting. Yeah, it's, I think it's going to be crazy. I, we're, we're expecting, you know, a, probably one of the biggest high seasons we've seen in a while. So with all these vaccinations going on, um, you know, it's July and August. I think we'll, we'll probably see quite a few families down here. And then I'm sure at Christmas and especially January, February, March 2022 is going to be insane. So I think the same. I, 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 I think the same. I mean, we had... Before COVID hit, we had January, February already very, very high. And I think it's going to be even more. So we are very much looking forward to that. Yes. <laughs> well, Britta, you've been down here in Costa Rica for, wow, over 15 years. Uh, 25 years, actually. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Uh, I'm sure during that time, you've seen some interesting things. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What has surprised you recently, though? Um, I was really surprised, um, like being in the middle of a pandemic that, uh, and everything is shutting down and Costa Rica real estate market is booming. I mean, for me, it was just like crazy to see that people suddenly um, bought real estate by video. I mean, this is unheard of and it didn't stop. It's, it's just keeps going and going and going. That's, that's insane. And I, if I'm correct, I think you guys have just, you guys have uh, just moved into real estate, right? Exactly. So we started like a month ago and it's already, we have already now three agents working for us, which is small for many companies, but starting in a month and already working with three agents because we have already a couple of closings. It's, it's pretty interesting. So I'm very, very happy. Well, congratulations. It's a big move and uh, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. I appreciate that. We, we've spoken quite a bit on this podcast uh, with people in uh, kind of, I suppose, real estate property management. You know, they've said that once you involve a property management company, you know, you can't make good return investment on a property because some people look to make an investment and get a return and have a property management company. From your perspective, because again, you have kind of more of the view of the inside words. Is that true or not? No, um, because we have uh, many renters, um, they not necessarily would work with a private person because there might be a scam behind people get so afraid nowadays of things. So they are rather work with a company and know, know that they're taken care of. It's the same with me. So I rather work with other agencies um, renting their homes 
than with a private person because I never know what to expect. So it's it's for me it's a safety safety concern for sure. Okay. But I mean, I mean, from the point of view of again, if someone buys a property from you guys, has it basically kind of you guys property management and wants to then rent it through you guys for you guys to fill out the calendar? Can they make money basically with it? Can they make some money on it? Of course, of course. I mean, like that's the whole idea. If you have an investment over here and a property management companies knows where to uh, place the homes in which on which web pages they also have the contacts to other agencies they have contacts to international agencies so i think um, there is a much better connection um, available so means making more money for for your investment okay i mean for you i mean because again you have a wide how many properties do you guys have um, we manage around 70 and i also manage condo associations so okay we do everything Okay, wow. I mean, you guys must have seen, I mean, I'm sure you have seen a huge spectrum of properties, different properties. I mean, what makes the difference between a property, in your opinion, that makes money and one that just breaks even? Um, what I see is what uh, owners have to understand. They have to upgrade their houses, let's say, like every five years or so, because taste changes. Um Everybody knows we are very, also very dependent on certain markets and certain um, designs. So you have to be up to date. Um, I see it more and more. We had like, let's say like 10 years ago, we had more the Spanish colonial style going on. And these places have a much harder time to rent right now than something which is brand new, more the clean look, beachy style, tropical style. Um, you have to update your houses for sure. And, and how do you, I mean, I suppose that you guys help as your kind of your, your owners with that, like, you know, that change in, in the style as well. I mean, that's a good thing about having a property management company is they get to see all of that, you know, and where the demand is. Yes. I mean, we, we do make suggestions. We can also help the owners, of course, to remodel their houses. Actually, we, we do that right now. We are remodeling a complete house. Or if it's just like the updating of your bathroom and bring it up to date again, things like that. I mean, that's where we can help with, we can help with because we are here. We know with whom to work, uh, where you don't lose your money on and the workers are running away with your money. So I think that's important, especially in Costa Rica. I mean, everybody has been through that probably at least yep. once. So, um, yeah, very important. Well, I, I mean, I, I take it the trend then is, you know, more of, as you mentioned there, more of a contemporary new age kind of beach kind of kind of vibe. Exactly. Absolutely. And if you go, for example, to places like Las Catalinas, yep. um, they're absolutely on par. And that's what people like. I mean, that's the new style. And um, you have to follow that because that's what people like. Okay. And um, you can't forget that people um, buy through photos through the internet or videos. So they don't really know um, maybe Brita or tropical homes. Um, they see the house and they like it and they just have to go with the photos. And if I have the choice with something which was designed 10 years ago or something totally fresh, of course I go with a new one, which is maybe even the same price. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. I mean, having fresh photos and videos 
you know, even drone footage now, which of course is, you know, is, is, is kind of has been the rage for a while. I, I think that's very important. I mean, can you just give me a rough idea and feel free to not want to give too much information away? I mean, how much does a good property earn per year? Like what is its return on investment? Because that's a question that we get all the time. If I invest, what's a typical return on investment I'm going to get? But it's very difficult to say because each house is completely individual. I have homeowners, they're rather don't rent as much, but have a very high rental rate. Yep. Then I have the owners who are here in the high season. Of course, they don't have a good return of investment because they're missing out on, on the high season. Um, it's very difficult to say. It's, it's really very, very individual. Then you have, of course, the $4 million homes. They rent completely different than the $200 per night house, right? So it's... Um, I can't really say like there, there is no um, formula. You, okay. you yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to give the listeners an idea of, you know, because I, I think that some people are like, look, I'm going to make a 20% return on my investment. Whereas I'm, you know, I've typically understood that like, that's pretty crazy number. Um, you know, absolutely. whereas... I mean, like, no, I mean, um, absolutely. I, I don't think so. I mean, there is always the exception of the rule, um, but 20%, I, I don't believe that. Do you think that homes can make 10%? Um, yes, they can. But then they really have to be on it all the time. So, and you you can't just like be here for four months in high season. So, yep. because then you won't make that. Yeah, I think that that's it. I think that you need to make a decision of, is this a investment or is this more of like a, I suppose, a lifestyle investment that I'm making? Meaning I'm going to come down and use it. If it rents and covers its costs, it's kind of okay. But like, if you want to make it as an investment, but like, I'm not going to come down and use it, it could probably make money, no? Yes, absolutely. And it's also people, and especially when it's a new house, and especially women, they have a problem with that. It's like, you have to see it as a business. It's, it's not your private home. Yep. And people are, of course, when they have a new house, they're very proud, they're, they love it. But there comes the, the time where, where we have to tell them, hey, this is a business. Please see it as a hotel because that's what it is after all. Yep. So, um, and that's sometimes a little bit difficult to make that step, but uh, eventually people understand. Well, I'm glad you're having that conversation and not me, Britta. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for anyone out there that's looking for a property management company, because I mean, you see people asking all over the internet here for, you know, good property management companies. You know, which I think is, again, it's, it's a very difficult question to answer. But I mean, what do you think are the most important questions to ask a property management company, um, you know, when, you, when you're looking for one? Yeah. So first of all, what kind of service they're offering? Um, so, I mean, you can do just basic service, but we are like a full service agency. So we can offer you not only the renting or the property management, we, we can remodel for you. We help you with the taxes, which is a big thing here in Costa Rica by now. So um, very important, what kind of services they're offering? Um, do they mark up on certain uh, services they are offering? For example, um, very important because that gives you also like an insight on what you actually pay your expenses you're going to have, um, what area they are actually working um, because on the map, everything looks very close together over here, but you know, that that's not the case. So, um, I mean, for example, we are probably only like 40 kilometers away from Playa del Coco, but I would never manage a house over there because our office is in Playa Flamingo. So you want to make sure that you work with somebody who's close by to your house, very important as well. I, I think that's a, that's a great point because again, 
Costa Rica does look small on a map, but even going from Flamingo to Coco through the monkey trail, which is kind of a dirt road. I mean, that's a 40 minute drive at the best, you know, and it's a different world. I mean, there are different, you know, different parts of the country, really. Um, exactly. So. so I, at one point, I, I, I thought about starting in Playa Grande and yep. we stopped it because it didn't make sense. It's like, oh, we need a light bulb 20 minutes away, 30 minutes driving to change a light bulb. So it doesn't make sense to us. Um, and so that's why we are here between Playa, pretty much Playa Flamingo and Las Catalinas. So that's where we are. And if there's an emergency, you want to make sure that you're as fast as possible close to your houses. So, um, and there's enough work for everybody. So we, we stay here in that area for sure. I think that's very smart. And I think that that's something that anybody looking at a property management company needs to be aware of. Find one that is location specific. Uh, I saw somebody the other day that was looking to buy a property, but they didn't know where, but they wanted to find a property management company first. And I was like, that's, that's, kind, of, that's kind of the chicken before the egg. You know, I'm like, you need to find the location, then find the property and then find a property management company. You know, it's not find a good property management company and then you're going to go and yeah, buy there. I mean, anyway, so I, I had a little, I had a little laugh out of, out of that one. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you guys have just ventured into real estate, but I'm sure that you have a, you have a very unique perspective on it as well. You know, uh, and as I mentioned, I think it's very smart that you guys have done this, you know, um, because again, property management and real estate do go hand in hand, but I mean, based on your knowledge on what it is that you're seeing, where do you believe the gap in the real estate market is at the moment? Um, so the inventory is shrinking and um, it's amazing to see. The problem is we don't have any houses like one family homes below $400,000. There's nothing available here anymore. So yep. what happens is people have to go further out of the area, like driving a little bit um, more to get to the beach. And again, like we are talking like instead of driving two minutes, you have to drive maybe 10 minutes. But um, that area is definitely something which is not available anymore. There is no, like a nice house under $400,000 is pretty much not, not there anymore. Yeah. And then you have um, on the other spectrum houses, let's say between one and $2 million. There is not so much there anymore. People just keep buying them and just sometimes even still not with video. I mean, it's amazing. So, but this is really like where we are right now. So to find, we have, for example, right now we are offering like, um, it's a little condo development. Um, they're offering two bedroom homes for around $150,000 and they're going, they're not even built yet and they're already selling. Wow. Because there is nothing in that price range. It's a little bit further out, but um, people know that they won't find anything else um, new um, anymore in the area. Our area is quite expensive. Land prices have risen as well substantially. So there is nothing. Yeah. And do you think that that, that that increase in land prices around the Flamingo area, I mean, I'm sure it's basically speculation over the marina and the demand that there's going to be, but do you see that's continuing to increase? Um, I think it will because um, we are running out of space close to the beaches. Yep. So people have to go further inland. I mean, there's still lots of space also for development. So it's not like that everything is built full, but um, the development companies also have to come back and really develop something. So um, it's like, for example, Marbissa, they still have 
lots of property available and eventually will be developed, I'm sure. Um, but there is not so much developed or there is still a lot of space for development over here, for sure. Yeah, yeah I looked around Marvis the other day, we actually with Moose uh, and went round it and went, I mean, he's got a lot of space there still to develop. But I asked him, I said, okay, if you were to go back and back when you first started this project and tell yourself something, what would you tell him, tell yourself? And I think he said, I wouldn't do it. He was like, it's just the amount of time and money he had to put in infrastructure, which is something he just didn't have an idea of. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you might know I'm the administrator of Mavister, so I know a little bit about it. And it's, it's true. So, I mean, just the legal part of it, um, the whole infrastructure, it's a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of lawyers um, work for sure. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, if you're a lawyer in real estate, you're making good money. So uh, yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Next life, I'm going to be an AC technician or a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a question that I haven't asked you, you think that I should have asked you, Rita? Uh, no, I think, as you said, like um, Marina is definitely the big one over here. I just got a couple of clients that were interested in, in uh, reserving a spot and uh, for a certain size of a boat, um, it's not available anymore. So the Marina is already half reserved. Um, so I'm very much looking very to a very bright future over here right now within the, and, 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 I, and I think it keeps going as it is right now. I don't see an end and yeah, I'm very happy about that. Well, I mean, it's great to see Flamingo have kind of a renaissance because it used to be the place, you know, in the nineties, I mean, it was the place where everybody came. Um, and then it kind of dispersed, went towards Tamarindo area, Cocohina Moz a little bit. So it's great to see kind of all of that coming back, but the good thing is it has all the infrastructure that it had there, you know, uh, so yeah, I think it's. I think again, I'm, I agree with you, Brenda. I think you're very well positioned there. Yeah, and we have the international schools over here. We have the fiber optic over here. So for the digital nomads, you know that Costa Rica is working on on laws yep. to get these people in here. So it's. I think we are moving into a in, into the right direction for sure. Wow. Uh, if you inherited $500,000, my last question for you, Britta, and it's the one that I ask everybody, and everybody has very different answers sometimes, and you had to invest it in a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you do and why? Well, if I could, I would probably buy a beachfront lot, but you don't get any beachfront lot here for $500,000 anymore. Um, so if I would have known that 20 years ago, I would have bought a couple of those. Um, but I would still uh, most likely buy a single family home and rent it out for sure. And as many bedrooms as possible, very important. Trend yeah. goes to big groups. It's, it's incredible uh, because again, back in 2008, we developed an eight bedroom place just because we just saw the demand for like very large bedroom places. If you get to kind of like two, three bedrooms and then there really isn't that much. There's like, and then it kind of, you know, there's tons of inventory in that area. But then as you start to get to four, five, six, just the amount of properties just starts to really drop off. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, trend is definitely big homes, many bedrooms, bunk beds, you name it. So uh, my biggest house sleeps 26 people. And before COVID, it was pretty much rented um, full time. Wow. Wow. Well, Britta, it's been an absolute pleasure 
speaking with you. I very much appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I know it sounds like you're juggling chainsaws over there, as we say, between property management, real estate, you know, and, and everything that's going on. Uh, I'm going to put all the contact details uh, in the description here. So anyone that wants to reach out to uh, Tropical Homes or Britta herself can do. Um, and yeah, Britta, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Britta. Have okay. a good day. Bye. Bye.